Okay, Sarita. <laughs> We're drunk. No. You have your top ten movies? Yes. You have your top ten movies? Yes. There it is. Top ten movies of 2020. Top ten movies of 2020. Go ahead, Serena. Do I start from ten? Yeah, you start at ten. My ten is The Trial of the Chicago 7. Why? Um, Because it was good. Because it was... I feel... So I hadn't really heard of this moment in history and I thought it's a really important movie to why are you looking at me like that? That's my smile. <laughs> That's my regular <laughs> face. Okay. You just don't look at me. <laughs> Shut up. Anyway, I think it's an important story to tell. And it, I think you had read that there were a couple of like white savior ish themes perhaps. I don't remember. Not about this movie. Oh. Well, anyway, it was good. Oh, there it is. What's number nine? Uh, the 40-year-old version. Very good. It was so good. It was hilarious. The acting was really good. I think it... Steve Carell was really funny. No. I'm sorry. But it kind of made you see the main character, even though she was talking about like her age, it still like put it into perspective that everyone's, I don't know, like journey is different. And we shouldn't necessarily, like, diminish people for their choices regardless of their age. It was a good movie. It was really funny. Eight is I'm Thinking of Ending Things. That moved up, I think, in my list from where it was. It was so trippy. It was really, it was suspenseful. It was a little confusing. (laughs) But it was really artfully done. Uh, the editing was really good. The acting was phenomenal. I love Tony Collette. There were some really trippy points in that movie, but it was um, really interesting. I don't think I've ever seen a movie done like that where you switch like the characters, um, like the dynamics based on their ages and like how it fast forwards and jumps time. And it was crazy, but it was good. What number am I on? Seven. Seven. Seven is Soul. That moved up for me, and it pushed others down. Oh, God. Um, I love that John Baptiste was the musical. Like, Uh he composed the jazz and was the consultant on the movie. I don't know. I think maybe younger generations don't necessarily have an appreciation for jazz, and I could be generalizing, and that could be untrue. But um, We have La La Land. Nope. Get out of here with La La Land. Goodbye, everybody. I what was I saying? Wow! Man, the jazz, the jazz. young people. Yeah, well, it's a really important movie for young people. The concept is really interesting of like these little tiny, cute souls in like little bubble form. They're not bubbles, but you know what I mean. It's engaging to both like children, like our son's age, but there's so many layers of meaning that are that speak to adults too i oops what's that i don't know is it your fault oh well it's such a a different type of movie um much more empowering much more humanistic than a lot of the older disney movies um that have like damsels in distress and are very whitewashed and eurocentric i suppose but this was such a good movie yeah. It was so good. And the more I watch it, the more I enjoy it and think it's a really important contribution to their library. So, Number six. Six. 
All In, The Fight for Democracy. Oh, cool. That one moved down just a little, um, but it was still amazing. I love Stacey Abrams. I'm so in awe of her and her work and her work ethic. I think that was a really important story to tell. Um, and I hope like she gets the recognition she deserves as a leader. I like that they highlighted some of the grassroots organizations here in Arizona too and kind of throughout the the country, but I yeah, that was a really empowering movie too. Props to Stacey H. Abrams. We're five. Five. The Lovebirds. That yeah. movie was so funny. Yeah. It was so funny. And I really appreciate an interracial couple. <laughs> just like surface level. I love Issa Rae. I think she's just brilliant. And Kumail Nanjiani? Yeah. Okay. He, too, is just so savvy and so funny. Um, them together was really great. Uh, the story, the plot was really cute too, like the story, and it was of course silly and funny. But I think there were some, I don't know, like themes that grounded them, and they were very relatable. The characters were really relatable. Mm-hmm. Four is Troop Zero. Yay. Yeah, it's a really cute movie, and it's like sad and heartbreaking, but also kind of inspiring and you kind of appreciate the quirkiness of the characters viola davis mm-hmm. yeah viola davis was amazing as always um oh and the comedian jim gaffigan jim gaffigan <laughs> he was really great yeah the story of just like this random group of like little eccentric people and just kind of seeing it through the kids view as well i think really makes you reflect and kind of hope to prepare at least for me like hope to prepare like what our kids gonna possibly go through when he gets to school it was a really good movie it was really sweet number three ma rainey's black bottom whoa i love that it was a true story and i am saddened that i've never heard of ma rainey before Uh viola davis again yeah yeah It's just amazing. That movie, I guess it really highlighted, like, not only the struggle of being a black woman, especially in that time, but being an entertainer. And it's really sad that she wasn't given as much credit as she should have been, or all the damn credit, because she was, like, the founding mother, right, Mm -hmm. of blues. And even now, like blues is like kind of dominated by males and to have such a prominent figure and to shine a light on her work is really important especially now and the acting was amazing i love the time period like of the fashion so that was really interesting to watch i love how purposeful they were throughout the movie with accuracy in trying to ensure that they really embodied the characters that was chadwick boseman too That was the last last movie. He was amazing in it. I think that's such a powerful... Like, it's so sad that he died, but I think that is such a powerful way to, like, end his legacy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, to be able to help tell that story about this woman, right? That spearheaded, who's, like, at the helm of, of blues music. And he was always... I think he was very purposeful in choosing his roles, too. Um, So that was a really good movie. I want that movie. Two was Just Mercy. 
another important story to tell. Just watch it. I want to read the book. I haven't because I didn't realize that it was out there until the movie. So I'm almost glad that the movie came out. Like, I am glad the movie came out. But now I want to read the book and Mm -hmm. read more. Because it's just astounding how this country works. Anyway. Number one. Princess of the Rue. Whoa, number one. I have not cried in a movie like that in a really long time. It was so heartbreaking because I think I mentioned this in the other podcast. It just it tells a story of how we just discard people mm-hmm. all the time on so many different levels. It touched on so many overarching themes of like veterans and how we treat veterans, how we treat ho- uh, people without homes, how we treat kids that are in the system. Everything about this movie was just really just eye-opening and sad and like sadly reaffirming almost. But it was also inspiring. It was beautifully written and the acting was amazing too. So I hope that story is one that lives for a long time. I don't know what the like recognition is of that movie. I don't know what the like reception was of the movie, but I found it just really, really important. That's about it. Thanks for doing this. Yeah. A whole month later. <laughs> we busy. Why isn't Mulan on your list? Mulan. Was number 11? Was number barely... 85 of 20 movies that okay. I saw. Wonder Woman 1984? Also okay. 84. Okay, I love you. I love you, bye. Bloop. So that was Serena's top 10. Uh, I was joined on December 20th, gosh, that was a month ago, by Michelle, Jeremiah, Ivan. We talked about what our top 10 movies were for the year 2020. So I hope you're all doing well. Sorry this is late. This is getting out really late now, a month later. Hope you had a good new year. Hope you're all still alive. We have a new president. I should try to get these out faster. I should tell my son to get a job. Also, my wife made a website for me. LoboCreates.com. That's where you find my pre-K reports, my podcast stuff. And it just links you to everything else that I'm doing. Trouble I'm trying to get into. Stay safe. Eat something delicious. I'm like, look, just keep your, just keep it together until it's, until it's over. <laughs> oh my God. This okay. is going to be a four hour episode. Yeah, Jeremiah. Okay. This, this was Uh-oh. the hardest list to come up with. There wasn't a lot of movies that I could think of. And like, even I went through like the Google thing and I was just like, nope, that wasn't it. what came out this year. And, uh-huh. I did, and I was just like, some of them I saw in this, you know how like, I feel like last year there was a lot of like really good movies that came out but like, right. I don't know I, it could have been because of that break you mean COVID yeah it could have definitely been because of COVID that's what it is that screwed up everything Ivan are you there
If you're in a gym, I swear to God. Oh, thank goodness. Hi. Oh, thank you for not going to the gym today. Uh, this is the gym. Oh, damn. It's the back of the gym. It's a messy. It's the back of the gym. This is the behind behind of the Arby's. How are you doing, Jeremiah and Ivan? Oh, Jeremiah's lagging. Jeremiah's lagging. It's that, that's how he's doing. It's that BS West uh, Wi-Fi. <laughs> Jeremiah, you okay? Yeah. Can you hear me? Yeah, well, you lagged. You you disappeared. Oh, for a minute? Yeah. I ran away. No, nice. God, not again. <laughs> Ivan, how you doing, Sans? Sandy Sands? Uh, I'm good. Not going to lie, I'm uh, kind of tired. Uh-oh. Got this whole week off. I'm chilling. I'm vibing. Hell yeah. Hey, Sans. This, this is a three-hour episode, so I hope you're, hope you're all strapping it on or in or on. Is it three consecutive hours? Three is t- uh, two hours and then a break for 10 minutes. And then we come back for another hour. For five minutes. And then, for another, five. <laughs> and then we come back for another 55 minutes. And then Serena replaces me. And then um, she talks about <laughs> the Selena series on Netflix. Is it Are those series things counting? No. Okay. Did you? <laughs> you're like, that gets rid of half my list. Let me, uh, <laughs> let me do my notes here. <laughs> Clickety click, 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 click. So we're we're ranking movies. Jeremiah, you got into it a little bit, but how did you all feel about movies this year? It was kind of weird with coronavirus. Okay, there's a we have a thumbs down raspberry from Ivan. Yeah, it was just like really disappointing too with the selections they had too. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Jeremiah. To be honest. Uh oh. Uh oh, not again. Mm-mm. I need you to I saw this shit. You're lagging. Your your Wi-Fi or wherever you are, it's not great. Most of the stuff was like... <laughs> Maybe we should draft. This would be funny. Jeremiah, you keep breaking up. That's why. Oh, am I? Yeah. He's like, well, what do you want me to do? <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a you problem. Listen, if you're not on... I... <laughs> If you're not on, I can't put hashtag LGBTQ. So I need oh, you. Yeah. I need you to be on. I go, oh my goodness! Michelle's here, so I can do hashtag South Phoenix. Yeah. Ivan, uh, hashtag Arms for Days. Also, I'm also gonna be living in South Phoenix, but okay, I'll take that one. Oh yeah, oh yeah, you are. Yeah. Soon. <laughs> so we're just gonna rank them. I want to try in case we have some of the same movies to wait until. Let me see if I. I rehearsed this. The highest ranking for all of us to talk about it. That made no sense, did it? No. So if Ivan is picking Mulan at number 10 and the rest of us also have Mulan, but we have it higher on our list, we'll wait till that person picks it for all of us to talk about it. Does that make sense? Okay. More time. So okay. if I if I say like like this we're we're starting at number ten I say oh I have Mulan Michelle or Jeremiah is like oh I also have Mulan but that's at number five then I'll be like okay we'll wait to talk about it we'll wait to talk about it till we get to number yeah, five yeah, yeah. I got that easy you got it you got it Sands Michelle you got it go we'll wing it <laughs> we'll, <see. laughs> we'll see how this goes <laughs> we'll just see how it goes Michelle do you want to pick the order and you're the first one on let's go from the bottom to the top. No, I meant like of people. Oh, person. oh that's what you meant. Yeah, Let's start at number 10. <laughs> Let's go even numbers. Eight, six, four, two. And who's first? And then who's next? Ivan. Ivan. And then? Jeremiah and then you. Cool. All right, Michelle, what's your number 10 movie? Love Birds. <gasps> I have that one. 
I have that one. So in winging it, we're going to wait till I pick it because I have it at number eight. Okay. Wait, cool. I have to rearrange some of mine. Wow. Yeah, let me do that. Yeah, too. see, it's not just me. <laughs> yeah, it's not. <laughs> I came prepared. Mine's a number already. Yeah, mine. That's mine true, too. but I also thought we were going to be like, you know, doing some banter first. <laughs> wow. You want to banter? <laughs> How was your week then? Don't ask me. I'm trying to do this. Wow. <laughs> so, well, you're next, Ivan. So I guess yeah, we'll, that's just, why I... we'll banter until you're you're ready. Okay. We're on winter break. For this three-hour episode. Wow. Well, Michelle, how's your winter break then until Ivan <laughs> figures oh, out? Been awesome. What have you been doing? I hike. I went to Mexico. All this fun stuff. <laughs> was that your first time going? Yeah. How was it? And I was scared of tech because of COVID. But uh, the um, my family actually rented out these condos. It was basically us just there. And Ooh. the beach was literally in the backyard. Nice. So it was pretty cool. So we didn't come into contact with anybody, which is really nice. Did you go to the beach, Michelle? It was in the backyard. I had no choice. <laughs> like, Always have I say, choice. literally the backyard. Like I did it. Like you literally, I literally walked out the door and it was right there. That doesn't sound safe in a <laughs> See, few that's years. Good. Maybe a few decades. <laughs> Ivan, did <Come> you <laughs> figure? <laughs> Almost. What? <laughs> I'm gonna keep all this in. Take out the TV series, or not the TV series, the, the like Netflix series. You have series in yours? Yeah, I thought there was like a like a thing where because the same thing. Most of the time was spent watering. Most of the time was spent watering. Jeremiah disappeared again. I'm gonna cry. Did I? There you go. We'll just see. We'll make your picks for you. If you if you if you bug out. He said most of the time is what? Okay. What? <laughs> <laughs> editing nightmare says did you get number 10 yet it's number 10 um okay let me see one two three four five six seven eight you can only pick 10 at once 10 okay (laughs) okay my number 10 here we go now we're we're moving we can do it it's going going (laughs) it's going (laughs) um i'm gonna say Ugh. <laughs> what? I'm gonna say it's uh, I'll I'll just go with Guns Akimbo. Let's just go with that one. Oh, with Daniel Radcliffe. Yes, Daniel Harry Potter. But yeah, okay. I oh, okay. Daniel Radcliffe. <laughs> was it the Harry Potter spinoff? It was. Yeah. Okay. I I don't have it, Michelle Jeremiah. Do you have it? Okay. You want to tell us about it, Sam? I don't know. Like you, like what happens, or just yeah, tell us about the about, movie, or like why it's number ten. Like, what do you want? From, what do you want from me? <laughs> Tell us about the movie. I could assume it's number ten because you Just like about it. it. You like tenth out of all ten. The nine movies I watched. Okay, so. <laughs> <laughs> you clicked randomize on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> in this um, it was. It was just. It wasn't. Yep. <laughs> Damn it. I'm going to kick you off and get Serena on here. Just as like a standalone thing. It's just like uh, supposed to be this kind of like fun movie, right? Like it kind of knows itself. and It's not trying to be anything too much. Like, yeah, it's making fun of, uh, not making fun of, I guess, yeah, it's it's having some commentary on like us and our technology and how much we're engraved in it. But it's also, it's not like too deep into it. It's not like the most profound movie I've ever seen. It's just out of like, out of, 
2020 movies, this is one that was like, okay, it's a, it's enjoyable in the sense of it's just a fun thing to watch. Yeah. That's kind of all. Yeah. See, that wasn't. Now you have all this time Oof. to think about number nine. <laughs> all this time. Don't worry. <laughs> Jeremiah, I'm going to need you to get a, a tissue there for that. Oh, yeah. I forgot I do that. And it's all loud. You do. It's loud Sorry. as hell. Sina's <laughs> like, Orale, can you tell that puto to blow his fucking nose full? What are that? Oh, Serena, why are you talking like that? Oh, sorry, Jeremiah. Go ahead. Sorry, go ahead, Jeremiah. Jeremiah? <sighs> Jeremiah, I hate you. In some warehouse. You want to fill up the, the, the negative energy with uh, these nose sniffs right here? Yeah, yeah. The dead air. <laughs> this is like in Interstellar. No, The Martian. No, with Brad Pitt. What the hell was that movie? Where he's talking to his dad. Why? No. Why? Nope. All right. We're just going to hope Jeremiah is alive. Troy. <laughs> <laughs> the one in space. Oh, Ocean's it, Eleven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That one. Oh, not Mars. Oh, there goes Jer- oh, Jeremiah. Just... Jeremiah. <laughs> That'd be funny if it logged off and that was Jeremiah behind you. <laughs> Ivan, let me record in here with you. All right, I'll go then. My number 10 is Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. Do any of y'all have it on your list? Mm-mm. All right. Do you think I have it on my list? <laughs> no. If it has more than three I... black people in it. I... Am I? Am I? <laughs> Just go. Just say a movie. Say it as cocky. Say it as fast as you can. <laughs> or you disappear again. Uh, too late. It's frozen. Damn it. There it is. Uh... <laughs> Can you hear me? Yes. We'll just be okay. quiet and you talk. Okay. <laughs> My 10th one is a Trolls World Tour. Tight. Did you hear me? Yeah, Trolls World Tour. <laughs> <laughs> okay, good. Sorry. Oh, my God. Is it on anyone's? It's not, it's not on my list. Not on my list either. No. That is right. not on my list. All right. Tell us about Trolls World Tour. It came really close to being on my list. The reason why for me is because um, I guess it's one of those movies that... Uh, had a really good message especially for like kids i mean i feel like some adults could take that message as well that was the reason for me very good you gave us the fifth grade book report version i i I'm love them a lot i like trolls world tours <laughs> did you like <laughs> i like it there were trolls they went around a world the reason i liked it what i'm just kidding no. <laughs> i i love that movie because it it kind of reflects sort of our country now in the past few years where it's it's the history we've been told but it was wrong it was whitewashed in a sense or pop pop troll washed in their world where where the the good guys in history aren't really the heroes and it's uh they mess things up and i you know we start to figure that out with like christopher columbus and finding out stuff about our forefathers in this country so i yeah i i love the message of the movie and that came out in March, like right around when our school shut down. So I've seen it 57 times. Uh, yes. <laughs> I love that movie. Yeah. Only? Only 57 times. Without a shirt, 15 times. <laughs> stop, Michelle. Stop but, embarrassing me. Stop. <laughs> I'm married. Um, Ma, Rainey's Black Bo- <laughs> Ma Rainey's Black Bottom is my number 10. Uh, Jeremiah, do you have that one? I don't. I haven't seen that one. It was it was really good. I love the blues, so that was great. And then Viola Davis is amazing once again. 
It's very rare for her. I can't even think of a movie where she was not amazing. It was it was strange with with Chadwick Boseman and the character he plays, especially you know, in like in real life he dies. Sorry, Ivan, if you didn't know that he died. Um, it, it was it was such a powerful movie talking about artistry. What does it mean? It took the different generations of the music players and Chadwick Boseman plays the youngest one and um, younger people tend to be a a little more naive or full of life. And the old people are kind of telling them to, to calm it down. Right. And it's, it's around the time where it was very, I mean, it's still racist now, but uh, it was very, very racist back then. So just, just the struggle and the pull of, of the different generations and the conversations and, um, was really interesting. I thought it was amazingly acted. And so that's my number 10. Right, Michelle. What's your number nine? Jingle Jangle. Ooh. That's on my list. Where's it at on your list, Jeremiah, before you time travel again? <laughs> Jeremiah, what number Hello? is it on your list? <laughs> it's like one, three, number four on mine. It's number four. All right. We'll <laughs> wait. We'll wait to get to you or to that. Then Ivan, what's your number nine? My number please, nine please is. Please tell me you've. Please tell me you've <laughs> picked by now. I I have I have my list is good now. I think. Okay. My number nine is the devil all the time. <gasps> Fuck yeah! Do you have that on your list? I haven't seen it yet. Oh, okay. So do you have it on your list? That's what I <laughs> it is on my saying. list. Okay. That's how good it looks. Tell <laughs> yeah. us about it. Oh, Michelle, oh, Jeremiah, do you have it? No. Go sense. I, I think it's a, um, just a good portrayal of acting ability. Again, it's not like one of the deepest uh, movies where I guess it's like not the it's not well put together. It's just kind of I think it's meant to just portray like how well these like the range of acting these some of these people can do, um, or some of these actors can do. So it, it I, I just like I like that aspect. Of it. That's why it's still kind of low on there. It's it's not a bad movie at all, but it's also not. A breakthrough for you know 2020 yeah that was a prequel to spider-man right okay yep. so mm-hmm. perfect jeremiah perfect <laughs> uh, number nine yeah number nine jeremiah you could do this <laughs> number nine is soul soul oh. michelle do you have it ivan yes it's way higher on my list jeremiah I don't know what you doing <laughs> oh where's it going to be higher on your list michelle <laughs> What's that now? Oh no! Oh gosh! <laughs> you talking shit? Fucking all this shit, Jeremiah. Uh, where is it on your list, Michelle? It's number four on mine. Okay, so we'll it's wait. On my there. list. It's on your list, Sans. Yeah. Where's it on yours? Yes. Is it? Like, that's not how this game works. <laughs> that's not. That's not how. Just tell me what number it is. It's two. Okay, so we're gonna wait to get to two for Ivan. Then I guess you're winning Most points. Uh, that's not how this works <laughs> it's like golf right mine at number nine is uh the 40 year old version not virgin version and it's on netflix it was written and directed by uh rada blank and it's about this playwright who wins in new york um the 30 playwrights to watch under 30 and so when you win that people are expecting you to do Uh, big things in your life fast forwards to when she's about to turn 40 and she hasn't really done anything in theater she's she's teaching high school playwriting which isn't bad it's just 
not where she would want to be. And it's her struggling with, you know, what does success mean to her? And, you know, at first, you know, society and, and family and maybe our friends tell us what success is supposed to look like in our field. And it's her struggling with that because she's, she's turning 40. So she feels like time and life is running out and she turns to rap. Her raps are full of sort of commentary on society. And in theater, the Black playwrights are, are expected to write, um, she calls it poverty porn, right? There has to be uh, an underage pregnant girl and there has to be a shooting and there has to be a deadbeat dad or so, something like that that white America expects there to be in every Black project. And so she doesn't want to do that. She wants to portray that Black people can be everything. And so it's her struggling with that, struggling with what it means to sell out, right? What if she does make those kind of plays? And and it was funny too. This sounds like a very heavy um, movie maybe, but it, it was actually really funny as well. And um, so yeah, the 40-year-old version, it's on Netflix. All right, Michelle. Number eight, it's actually a documentary. It's, a, it's American Murder, The Family Next Door. Oh, I heard about this. I don't have it. I do not have it. All right, Michelle, tell us about it. So it's a murder that actually, it's about a murder, a document about a murder that happened a, a few years ago. This man kills his wife and his two daughters. And mind oh. you too, his wife was pregnant at the time. It, it, did, it was just this really big story. He made it seem like she ran away and the kids are just missing. And then uh, he makes it seem as though she killed the kids. So that's why he killed her until he finally just confesses that, yes, I did it all. Oh and, hell! And that's when, like, that's the thing was really captivating because I'm all really I love murder mysteries and just the fact that how many how many times the story changed and and then after more and more evidence comes out and it's come to find out too of course he was cheating and just didn't want to be with her anymore but for whatever reason divorce is never an option. No. <laughs> Look at me. Wow. Wow, guys. Oh my she's, God. She's in the other room. <laughs> <laughs> you just see a chunk of just fly across. <laughs> a tapatio bottle just hit me in the head. So they catch, I assume, they got, yeah. right? They, okay. Uh, what? He eventually tells, he eventually confesses with his dad in the room. Well, like I said, at first he lies about it. But they find their, he finds their bodies because he does admit that he buried them. But then later, it takes a while, then he finally admits that, yes, he killed all three of them. Or if you count, you know, the fact that sh- his wife was pregnant. And then it just gets, it kind of gets sadder because he, he he tells them that his his oldest daughter watched him kill his, his youngest one. And then she come, he comes to her, he tells, and she tells him, daddy, no, and he does it anyway. Well, that's the end of the... Oh. I should have. I should have watched. End on that note. <laughs> <laughs> wow. It's crazy. Like I, I still recommend watching the whole thing. It's, it's, it's... What Netflix? No, Netflix. Okay. Netflix. Ooh, <laughs> I will think about watching that. <laughs> <laughs> Ivan, here we go. Number eight. You got this. Mine will be the devil all the time. <laughs> no, <I'm> you can't. <laughs> the devil. The devil akimbo. <laughs> um. Cats and dogs to be paws unite. I'm just kidding. <laughs> what? Sans, it's not, it can't be that one? You don't think it's, that's real? You don't think that's a real answer? <laughs> it can't be Lifetime. That's a real movie that came out in 2020. Oh, damn it. Cats okay. and dogs 3. Cats and dogs. Paws unite. <laughs> Is it really? Yeah. Damn it. 
Um, I'm going to type it in as your, okay. Do it. That's my what? I didn't even know what it was. As your choice. I'm going to type it in as your choice. We're going to go to Jeremiah. The Lodge. Ooh. It was not on my list, but I liked it a lot. I'm sorry. I have, I I liked it a lot. But yeah. It's on your list, Prophetic? No, but I've seen it. Or Jeremiah? Oh, okay. I'm calling prophetic. Well, what if Michelle thinks I'm calling her prophetic? Right. Michelle, you... <laughs> Michelle goes, yeah, what's up? You don't know. <laughs> yep. All right, let's talk about The Lodge. Um, I think that's a really simple movie as well. It's a, kind of like a horror thriller kind of thing going on. It's simple. It's very like ambiance-driven. It feels secluded. So it's a pretty... I think it's a pretty good... Um, kind of not immersive but you just kind of feel that seclusion with it mm-hmm. so that's really good they did that really well it feels yeah. very claustrophobic it feels because it takes place in the lodge i would have fucked those nowhere. kids up wait so you did see it i did see it i said it's not oh, on my list but i, I did it, see it gotcha i thought you said it's not on your list but you didn't see it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do have a lot of different lists so I, okay I get that. Yeah. but um I remember being really feeling really uh, weirded out and really stressed watching yeah. that movie till the end uh, where there's, the, there's a big reveal, but um, I would have fucked those kids up. Yeah. Completely. Oh God. Like, that's not why. That's why they're, it's, they're, not on my list. it's not on my list. Cause I took off movies where I would have beat up the kids, <laughs> but you kind of like, you kind of like, you know what I'm saying then? Like, you know, yeah. how it makes you kind of feel that with it. Just because yeah. It makes you a little bit anxious too. But yeah. They set the whole um, setting of the movie. Yeah. yeah. Jeremiah, what'd you think of the movie? I did a lot. I, I agree with you guys. It did. It was like weird. Like you were just stuck. Mm-hmm. And there was nowhere to go. Like you said, until the end, and you're just like, oh my goodness. This is interesting. They wouldn't have made it home. This is very anti children so far. Uh, <laughs> there's no teachers here jeremiah what's your number eight my number eight is unbreakable kimmy versus the unbreakable kimmy is what he said unbreakable kimmy schmidt uh i missed that one like you didn't watch it yeah yeah i still i want i love that show but i don't know why i haven't seen it yet tell us tell us about it it's the i'm guessing kimmy schmidt is in it Titus. Oh, there we go, Jeremiah. Yeah. Okay, you froze. That's why I started talking. Okay, good. Because I was like, wait a minute, is that so there? All right. Uh, no, I I mean, I liked it because I've seen the series, and I mean, the characters in there are amazing. It was it was a good laugh. I needed that this year. Wasn't it an interactive thing? Like Yeah, you... it was. Okay. How was that uh, versus so that was just cool. it so... being a movie? So you have to, like, you kind of focus on, like, oh, you pick this answer. It's like, oh, I'm going to pick this one, too, and I'm going to pick this one. It's supposed to go to a certain ending, basically. I think mm. there's probably, like, two. Because, because it, like, they say you get, give you three choices, right? Two of them will lead to where it's like, oh, you picked the wrong choice. So it sends you back. Um, oh. So they want you to kind of, they want you to have those choices, but it kind of leads to the choice that you're supposed to pick yeah if that makes sense and was it a satisfying end because it's like the the final thing right to the the series is done uh, so yeah yeah what... the, i mean i didn't 
I didn't look at it as like a connection to the series. Oh, okay. If that makes sense. It was just, I think it was just on its own. Um, Cause the whole thing was, it was, it's her versus the Reverend. I think they just did that as to put like some kind of interactive. Cause they've done that before with the movie. And I think they just wanted to do. And he's dead. Because his Wi-Fi was an unbreakable. The, this is the interactive party thing for us. This is the interactive. We choose the next up. thing he says. <laughs> we made the wrong choice. It's gonna make us go back to number ten. I pick Guns Akimbo. I pick American back, Murder. He's oh, he's back. All right, Sans, did you see it? I I don't know why that fell off my list too. I didn't. Know, I don't know why that's not on my radar of what I needed to watch this year. I love the show. Yeah. Same situation. Like, why didn't I watch it? <laughs> yeah. Why, I mean? Michelle? Why didn't we watch it? Michelle, can you tell us why we didn't? Michelle? COVID. COVID. Got it. <laughs> I'm going to wait till COVID's over to watch it. Exactly. <laughs> My number eight is Princess of the Row, but it's it's Skid Row is the row that they're referring to. It's uh, super depressing. So if you feel like one of those days, you should watch it. It was uh, Redbox. We found it on Redbox. We were trying to find something to watch and we were crying at the trailer. So we figured, hey, let's cry for two hours. So... <laughs> We watched it. It's about a little girl whose dad is a veteran and he sustained a brain injury. So he was not okay, mixed with PTSD. So he lost his wife. He lost his home. His daughter is in the foster care system. And it's just sad situation after sad situation. It really points out how we treat homeless people. It points out how we treat veterans. Shows how shitty we treat foster kids. Um Jeremiah's laughing at foster kids and homeless oh. veterans. No, Jeremiah doesn't like them. He doesn't like any of those. And so it, it's one of those really sad stories where the kid has to take care of the parent because they're, they're unable to. I probably cried every 15 minutes of the movie because something shitty happened. And, and what's crazy is even though it's, it's a movie, right? This is happening in real life. This is how we're treating, again, homeless people, foster kids, um, veterans, and, um, even mental health, it doesn't have to go as far as pushing you to being homeless, just how we view people um, who might be suffering from something. And I, I thought it was really powerful and it, it really shocked me how, how good it was. Um, so Princess of the Row uh, was my number eight. Michelle, what's your number seven? Number seven is Spies in Disguise. Was that this year? Yes. What wow. the balls? I love that movie. Uh, Go ahead, tell us what about it. Movie? Spies in Disguise, the one you made me watch and I end up loving it. You know, the spinoff to Totally Spies? <laughs> <laughs> spinoff to Fight Club <laughs> with Brad Pitt? Okay, go ahead, tell us about Spies in Disguise. Ooh, where do I start? For one, it was just like the goofiness that I had. Like that was the first movie I think I watched this year that was just so it was just really goofy. It was like, oh yeah, this is what twenty twenty needed, <laughs> which I yeah. loved a lot. And then it was like it was Will Smith, so that just topped that just topped it off too. You know, being the the uh, oh the bird one badass that he always plays, and then you have the little geeky kid that is so cute because he just wants to save the world without hurting anybody. Which I low key, but you know, it has his little like he finds a balance to you know get his job done without hurting anybody. Although Will Smith had a point in the bay, like yeah, sometimes people do get hurt in the process. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, it can't all just it can't all be rainbows. 
or sunshine, but they made it work in the movie though. I saw that one 27 times also. <laughs> I forgot that came out this year. That's ridiculous. Ivan, what's your number seven? It's a mix up between cats and dogs three or <laughs> cats v dogs. Um, <laughs> the perfect time. Did I say the lodge? That was my number eight. Wow. I can't the devil numbers. in the lodge. I can't list correctly. Uh, my number seven is the Willoughby's. Oh, tight. Yep. You want to tell us about it? <laughs> <laughs> Does anybody else have it? <laughs> no. Jeremiah? No. It's just a it's just a fun movie. I think it's it's funnier than I expected it to be. And it's 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 you know one of those you don't have to think too hard. It's comforting. It's like it's fun. It's it's heartwarming kind of movies to watch. And it has a really good cast. So there's it? Ricky there's Ricky Gervais. Um, oh, that's pretty good. Yep. That's it. <laughs> that's uh, it. That's all you need. It has Alicia Car Al- oh my gosh. A lot <laughs> <laughs> Wow. How do you say your name? Alicia Cara? Alessia Cara? Alessia Cara, there you go. Alicia Keys? Yeah. Will Forte's in it. And Maya cool. Rudolph from SNL. And then Terry Crews and Martin Short. That's a, it's a, it's a, That's you know, a pretty great cast. Yeah, exactly. It's dark, it was, isn't it? From what I heard? No. It's yeah, it like I mean for like a it's it, it hits on one kind of more realistic dark theme. Mm. But or like I guess concept in there, but I think it's still like a, it's still pretty funny. It's still fun to watch i think tight all right jeremiah what's your number seven my number seven is uh hashtag alive i heard that was good did anybody that's my number um six oh okay that's your number six we'll wait till we come back around then hashtag alive oh shit my turn uh i have the lovebirds but wait where did jeremiah you had it at did you have lovebirds jeremiah number five you have it at number five. Okay, so then... Yeah, dude, I have wow. it at number five. Okay. Okay, well, we'll talk about that. But that, yeah, Lovebirds is my other one. So now back to Michelle. Michelle, what is your number six? Number six is Birds of Prey. Okay. Anybody else have it? Oh, I've oh. seen it. No. I do not have it. Yeah, Birds of Prey with Harley Quinn as the main character, which I loved. It was just, like I said, women being badasses, which I also loved. And then also just love when the villain wins in the end. <laughs> so everyone saw it, right? No. no. Oh, never mind then. Can't tell I exactly did. what happened. <laughs> <laughs> she went, like, <laughs> I, just, I just love it though. You know, you have the good guy versus bad guy, but sometimes though, when the bad guy wins, it just it's really awesome. Like, oh yeah. Cool. So it was good then. <laughs> it was really good. It was really good. Tight. That was one that I, I kept debating whether because I'd have some people say it was bad and some people who said it was really good. Um, so now I'll see it or else you'll yell at me. It just depends on what you like. I like whatever you like, Michelle. (laughs) (laughs) Stop, Jeremiah. Uh -uh. All right. Aladdin. (laughs) Aladdin. Oh, Oh, never mind. Never mind. (laughs) I take it back. I still watch it like 20 times. Then what? (laughs) Oh, how do I kick Michelle off? (laughs) If move on. Jeremiah, keep going out. If, if Mulan pops up on here. Yeah, it's going to be me and Ivan talking about the Willoughby's. All right, hashtag alive, Ivan. You picked as number six? Um, yes. All right, you guys want to talk about it? Yeah, I hope. You can go first. Go ahead, Jay. It was awesome. It was, it was so good. Everything, I feel like it just kept me on edge, like literally. And I was just like, oh, my God. Bro? 
It it actually takes place on a ledge, so it's funny that <laughs> no, it doesn't. Um, <laughs> I think like it was it was a little bit frustrating watched because the main character makes some really dumb decisions. You know what I mean? But and then I was like, oh, that's so stupid. Like, but then I think about it, I'm like, well, that sounds like it totally a lot of people would do that nowadays. You know what I mean? Like a lot of people make a lot of some dumb decisions as they're doing right now as a pandemic is going around. So I don't know. It was just like a. <laughs> It was more realistic than me just thinking that, like, getting frustrated because of the decisions he was making. But other than that, it it was a fun, it was a fun, um, it was a fun set. I think it wasn't, it, it didn't take itself totally serious as this uh, badass zombie ass kicking movie. You know, what I mean, like, it, it it definitely had this like goofier main character, and it, it I don't think it took itself too seriously, which is good, which kind of made it a little bit more, again, just something to watch and not relate to, but almost kind of just feel like it could be a little bit more realistic. Oh, it's a Korean movie. It is. I don't think it's, what? I was going to say, is it a U.S. movie in Korean or is it a Korean movie? A South Korean zombie film directed oh, okay. by... okay, so it was, okay. Because yeah. I was going to say, it just released on Netflix. Ooh, itself, Netflix. It? Yeah. Ooh. There's a lot of Korean movies on Netflix. Wow. There are. There are wow. So that was, Jerm- that was Ivan's number six. Jeremiah, what's your number six? The Invisible Man. Anybody got it? You have it, Michelle? I have it at number five. Michelle liked it more than you did. All right. We'll wait till number five then for that one. Jeremiah. Oh, me. Oh, fuck. The Trial of the Chicago 7 on Netflix. It has everybody on Earth. So like Eddie Redmayne, Sasha Baron Cohen, Yaya Abdul-Mateen II, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, and then a bunch of other people. But it's about the 1968 protests in chicago where it turned very bloody because of the police which sounds very familiar now there are a lot of parallels with that which is just strange seeing as this happened 40 uh like 50 years ago if i'm doing the math right these men were put on trial because the nixon administration wanted someone to pay and to look strong and so it's it's a courtroom courtroom drama um drama Courtroom Jabadabu. I'm drunk. <laughs> Courtroom drama. And I don't know how many like y'all have seen, but they introduce the characters, they go to the trial, and then they show what happens to get them to the trial in flashbacks. Whereas usually they show the events leading up to it and then the trial is at the end. It was just really interesting. It was amazing acting. I mean, when you have all those people in it. And the thing that I loved, I love I love big casts. And when they have different motivations. So there's some people who think you can have a revolution, but you need to go through it with elections and legislation. And then there's other people who say, no, we just need to fuck shit up. And seeing these... Have you they don't agree. Is, they don't agree. <laughs> they don't agree. They hated the movie. Um, <laughs> so just seeing these different groups sort of clash on on how to go about change. And, and you see that now with Black Lives Matter or Defund the Police just sort of different groups clashing, same goal, right, of, of changing things, but of how to get things done. I just thought it was a really well done movie for it being in a courtroom for most of it, where you have to sit down. It's on Netflix, The Trial of the Chicago 7. Then Michelle, you have The Invisible Man, right? Number five, let's hear it. The Invisible Man. Jeremiah, like gone. Jeremiah disappeared. Oh no, no, I'm still here. <laughs> My connection is doing better like this. That's a weird reason. I can hear you guys, but I don't know if you can hear me. 
Yeah, we hear uh, you. What? I'm just kidding. Wow, damn it. <laughs> you, sound, you sound a little bit like a dog. I'm not going to lie. Uh, you're barking as you talk. <laughs> All right, so Michelle. Invisible man. Did you guys see it? I saw it. But either one of you. I skimmed it. You skimmed it? <laughs> what are you talking about? Remember I skim movies sometimes? I don't, I don't understand. Yeah, how you do me neither. I don't get it. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, why do I do that? I like that movie a lot because it kind of messes with your head. Have you seen it? Everybody's seen it, right? And I've seen so, it. I skimmed it. You get happy for her for a second. Like, okay, things are getting better in her life. And then all right. weird stuff start happening, but it's like you don't know if someone's actually there or if, she, if she's it's like it's all in her head. And so it's like, are you crazy or is it something actually happening? Right? Yeah. Like, is it that guy or is it someone right. else? Is it that guy, that guy or is it his brother? It's like, what the hell is happening? Right? It just was just going crazy. And then when you find out that it was him, and then you're like, you trifling ass bitch, and then you're just like, okay. And then the oh. ending was perfect. Perfect. And oddly enough, I like that it was okay. Jeremiah. Oddly enough, it was. I nope. <laughs> I hate you so much. Hello. There we go. <laughs> Hello. Okay. So oddly enough. <laughs> oddly enough, they've been people of color into movies and I, I, I don't think anything of it. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. They're there. It's not like you're just watching movies and you're just seeing one thing. You know what I mean? And I haven't, you know, she had these, his, this friend, this guy, and it wasn't even a love interest. It was just a, like a really best friend. And then he has a daughter and they were colored. And I was just like, you know, that was nice. It was, it's just there. And he was a cop, which I thought was, yeah was really cool too i remember being terrified of that movie i felt i was wondering did that chair move did that curtain move was that knife on like was that knife on the stove it it trips you out i think elizabeth moss was amazing in that role i was i the ending is is superb the ending is perfect for what that fool did ivan you skimmed it did you you didn't like it i probably should watch it <laughs> normally <Wow. laughs> Elizabeth uh, Moss kind of pigeonholed herself into a certain role, no? What other... I'm trying to think of what other things she's done, though. Handmaid's Tale. Um, is that the same... Just those two things. Wow. She's been, she was in Mad wow. Men, which is totally not like the Invisible Oh, Man. I guess I didn't see that. I didn't see that one. Yeah. But I mean, pigeonholing herself into the, like, I'm the victim, but then I'm going to get out of it kind of thing. Uh, I don't know. Okay. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> but it's kind of like horror or mm-hmm. like terrifying stuff that happens to her. Oh, my God. I, I don't know. I was seeing a trend a little bit. Michelle, I was your number <laughs> five. Okay. Ivan, what's your number five? Five. Into the Spider-Verse. Just kidding. Oh, uh, my God. I was about to tell you that's not. freaking love that movie. <laughs> definitely. End game. Boom. End, uh, when did Remember the Titans come out? <laughs> um, <laughs> I would have to say Enola Holmes. Tight. I don't. I don't know why that's so high on my list now that I think about it, but it's up there. Wow. Not up there. I'm just saying, oh, like, it's up there. It is up there. It's number five. So you loved it. It's number five. I'm neutral about it. <laughs> just kidding. No, no. It was it was definitely enjoyable in the sense of, it felt like this like 90s Nickelodeon movie almost. You know what I mean? 
I don't know if anybody's seen it. I think Jaden Smith does a really good job. <laughs> I, don't, I don't remember her name. <laughs> I don't know who's in it. Uh, the girl from The Stranger Things, Eleven. Oh, okay. She called him Emily called Browning. Her... No, Smith, yeah. No. What is her name? My, I think it's Molly. Millie. Millie Bobby Brown. There you go. Yeah. I think she did a really good job. She's getting comfortable and just having fun kind of thing. But it's just that movie in general, it was very, it did give me that kind of like Spy Kids, Big Fat Liar, you know, like that, that those 90s type Nickelodeon movies that came out that were just, the kid was just having fun doing their thing and saving the world, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And that's, it, that, I guess it was like the nostalgic area aspect that i that i felt which i was like oh this is fun to watch again because i feel like it was one of those movies back then tight is she related to yes. sherlock holmes she is yeah oh i mean okay. i don't know i don't know about in real life if millie bobby brown is, is millie bobby brown. Anola holmes is. <laughs> i hate you i hate you so and, much and um <laughs> and then what's i forgot his i forgot his brother's name doolittle no <laughs> It was uh, Pete Holmes. Not Pete. It was a. It was a name that's not my Mycroft. Mycroft Holmes. There you go. That's his Minecraft. Brother. Yep. Minecraft Holmes. Minecraft Holmes. Very cool. Number the five. Square green thing. Minecraft Holmes. All right. <laughs> Jeremiah, you have Lovebirds. Uh, I think yeah. Now we could talk about it because I had it at number seven. So now we're, you're number five. Lovebirds. It was hilarious. <laughs> for me seeing them two together i i couldn't picture them together Issa Rae and kumail nanjiani yeah yeah like i I just couldn't picture them together and then when i saw it i was just like i can't this is too much michelle what did you think of it i laughed my ass off it was hilarious (laughs) why did i think it was the other girl in that movie wow i watched i like that movie too go ahead sorry Wow, I, like, I thought it was Tiffany Haddish. Two theme murders in in comedy. I love those two things. <laughs> right? Yeah, they're they're really funny together. They just click so well in the movie. It's the funniest movie for me on my list that I've seen all year. Funnier uh, than Sh- the Trial of Chicago Seven. I mean, Sh- Trial of <laughs> Chicago <laughs> Seven was. <laughs> <Just kidding. laughs> oh my god! The way the justice system treats people is so funny. Like how it's it, a joke. it really you know, is though. It's right? like a terrible joke and it hasn't changed. I was going to ask y'all later, you know, a bunch of random questions, um, but like what funniest scene in a movie that you've seen all year? Mine was going to be when they're interrogating the kid and they're in his bedroom. Oh, and Issa Rae's like, come on, bitch. <laughs> and just like them, in- but they're obviously not bad people. So they're yeah. awkward about interrogating. And so... That that was gonna be my my funniest. And they scene. broke everything in his room. And <laughs> <laughs> the two of them together were so funny. And I was I was trying to read reviews before we we did this. And there was one really interesting thing for them being an interracial couple. That doesn't come up in the movie. Usually, interracial couples in movies, mm-hmm. one family doesn't like that they're dating outside the race, or there there's some weird uh, questioning of of the other person. Um, and their culture, but they just love each other. They're just there for each other and they care about each other. And it, it again, and I think Jeremiah, that's what you were kind of saying when you were cutting out about the, the guy in Invisible it's Man. It's trying to become natural. Right. It's just normal. Like it doesn't have to yeah. be mentioned. Um, that and Louis C.K. was someone that did that a while ago too. 
What did he do? Because he, uh, on his show, Louie, he had, um, his wife was was African-American and his daughters were white and they, he never mentions anything about it. Oh, tight. And that's kind of how you should go about it, right? Like, it's just right. normal. Like, yeah. It is. That's literally right. what it is. It's just normal. Did you see Lovebirds, Saints? I did see it. Yeah, it was funny. It was, it yeah. was a very enjoyable movie. Okay, put it on your list. Um. Mm. <laughs> 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 Wait, so that was our Jeremiah's five. Oh, my five. Oh, uh, just to keep up like the feel-good mood, Just Mercy. I'm just kidding. If you know what that movie's about. It's Jamie Foxx and Michael B. Jordan. Oh, my gosh. Didn't, wait, no, I thought it was Mercy. Just Mercy. Didn't that come out last year? No, I hope not because that will mess it up did. my list. It, did, did, it, it really? came out in 2019, yeah. <laughs> it was free for a day. Yeah, it was because that's when everything was going down. Let me just pick a different movie then. Hold on. Hold, please. <laughs> I'm going to fight you. Oh, well, I guess it depends because it says right here I'm gonna it Google released it. January 10th, but it is a 2019 movie. Wait, why is that? I think it was probably limited release. Yeah, probably. MDB says January 10th. Google oh, says it did. 2019. It, it, was, it, it came out like an early release for everyone to watch it on something. Remember? And then you had, if you didn't catch it, you had to wait till January. Yeah. Well, you said it, IMDb says what? It was January 10th. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Right? Yeah. But but in IMDb, it says in the thing that is a right. 2019 movie. Yeah. Are we I guess it's kind of a gray water are, kind of are we, thing. Are we counting it? Count it cause, I think uh, it depends on how many points you Because technically get. it's supposed to. I get 57 points if I if you let if me If you have don't this. do it. Okay. I have it. You do it. Can I have it? Can I have you it? You can have it. Yeah, so since I'm so far ahead, it's fine. <laughs> not when i see the willoughby's uh just mercy so it's another um lawyer sort of thing michael michael b jordan plays a handsome handsome lawyer and he he's trying to what happened michelle i'm just saying he was well the sexiest man alive but go on oh he's oh, he yeah, is there's no no it's not even <laughs> these are facts but go on yeah go on. ricky gervais was a close second i think so <laughs> almost <laughs> almost <laughs> he helps death row inmates again the justice system is is terrible so and how it treats people so it it destroys your heart throughout the movie jamie fox was awesome i love michael b jordan's presence in a movie although i i don't think he was a strong actor in this one but he i believe his character started the aclu or or helped start something big that's happening now that's why it was such a big deal just him, him fighting for it, right? And Brie Larson is in it for some reason. Um, I like her. Yes, I, please. Yeah, she's so. Uh, I don't know how she does in the movie. She's okay. She's better than Captain Marvel. She should just play that character. Is it better Captain as Marvel. Captain Marvel? No, no, better than Captain. Oh, oh, well, that that's the movie's fault. That is also yes. true. Yes. So, just mercy, yeah. Another super depressing movie i think it was that just that kind of year for me michelle your number four is soul but i think ivan has it at two mm-hmm. but then sure. Jer- ivan you're number four what about jeremiah's number four jeremiah has jingle jangle oh, oh but jeremiah's oh. Yeah. after you true exactly. yeah why did i say that okay <laughs> <laughs> it would have to be the lovebirds just kidding you stupid <laughs> 
You suck at this game. It's not a game. <laughs> I'm winning. No. Um, <laughs> my number four would have to be. Did I say Guns and Kimbo yet? Okay, it would have to be his house. Cool. Did anybody see it? I haven't seen it yet. Mm-mm. So is it on your list, though? <laughs> it, it's, <laughs> it's on my Netflix list, which is different from my movie list. His House is a movie about, I guess, thematically the problems and the weight you bring with you when, you, when you're a refugee. And I think they did that really well. I think it's not just uh, showing the real world problems, but like the internal weight you carry with what you're leaving and what and who you're leaving kind of and uh, what you're fighting for. So it, it's it's both. It's a horror movie. Yeah, it is a horror movie. And I think they bring that horror like the, you know, the scare, the jump action or I mean the jump scares or whatever like, uh, you know, scary scenes or scary looking creatures. And I think they bring that really well and they integrate it with the horror that we bring from like countries that we're escaping from. Right. And then, and that journey that they go on, it's, it's really well synergized. I'd say. Mm-hmm. Did you see, uh, oh. finally you had a good like explanation for, Hey, one. excuse you. <laughs> <laughs> All of them. You were like, it's, it's pretty decent. That's what, why they're below you, five. That's what, that's true. That's why they're below. Did you see parallels? Um, since your parents are immigrants with, I mean, I don't know how how much the movie does, but immigrant stories are are pretty interesting. So I was yeah. wondering if there was any parallels like that you pulled. I think I think it was like subconsciously there because my parents, when they talk about immigrating here, like you know, refugees from the war in Vietnam, it wasn't you know, it's obviously not going to be like you know, flowers and daisies and roses and everything like that. It was very everything they told me was very much gritty mm-hmm. and and hard hitting and in the struggle. So I think that's really, I just think, I think his house does a pretty good job showing that too. Again, it's not like the best film out there. You know, it's not like this, Oh, it's an amazing film. I just think they did that really well. Yeah. I can't wait to see it. All right. Now, Jeremiah jingle jingle and Michelle, you had it at nine. So let's hear about it. Majority of the cast was African-American um it still goes back to that whole thing about like when you think about it and you think about them telling the story you don't think you don't look at it as their colors and you just look at it as like oh wow here's a musical with majority african-american uh cast and it's something that because like my mom likes it and like she hates me it's just like oh wow you know and i was like we'll see musicals musicals can be good no matter like what color does it you know but this one i really like the lesson that it taught it it was almost like a a forgiveness i don't want to give too much away uh basically something happened and then towards the end it was shown that the person was always thinking of him and he always was going to give him a chance he just needed to wait Mm. and he he got too greedy michelle Jeremiah said it all. <laughs> okay, well, uh, my number. No, come on, Michelle. Something. Jeremiah literally said everything I was gonna say. Really, my description's bad, huh, Sans? <laughs> no, I get it, <laughs> it was until that one. Jeez, <laughs> Jeremiah said it. All right, so it has on. a really good cast. Alicia Rashad's in there. Yes. Uh, uh, that'd, be, that'd be great if you could name no one yeah. else. Like you just. <laughs> Reese Witherspoon, that's the only person name I knew, and I loved him, so. Forrest Whitaker's in it. 
right? That's Forrest not Mick. Whitaker, That's the wrong one. Um, Aniki, Michael. Um, oh, Keegan Michael Key. Keegan Michael. Yeah. Kiki Palmer. Kiki mm-hmm. Palmer. <laughs> Michael Jordan. Yeah. Michael so B. I, Jordan and Michael Jordan. That was pretty awesome. Michelle, you really don't want to. Okay. He said it all. What do you want She's, to do? He said it all. I'm so sorry. Uh, my number four is Over the Moon. Have y'all seen this? No, that's on my list too. My list to see. List to see, Ivan? Yeah, that's on my list to see. Sorry. I thought it, it's such a beautiful movie. It's an animated movie. I didn't expect it to be a musical. For some reason, when you hear musical, a lot of, I think the majority of people roll their eyes, but I love theater. I love musical, so I was cool with it. It's a, it's a Chinese family. It was super cute. And again, seeing seeing people of color in a movie, it's a it's about mainly about a girl doing science, which you don't see a lot in movies. It breaks your heart and it's beautiful. I don't want to spoil a lot of it, but it, it's really cute. Um, the music is, is super catchy. I had to download it because our son just loves the music and he's always asking to hear it. And so that was, that was a lot of fun for me to have. Um, it has an all Asian cast. I, I would recommend it. I'm very happy versus a lot of the ones I picked. Uh, Michelle, One second, no, sorry. You, you're number three. Nice. Wait. Yes, sir. <laughs> Did I say ten? One, two, three. Okay. You said number three. You're number you're, three. You're oh, okay. number three. Uh, Bad Boys for Life. I have eleven on my list. Sorry, I, go ahead. Sans, what the? Hell? I have that I, one. I need, I need one. Where do you have it? Number Jeremiah. two. Well, we're gonna wait for Jeremiah's number two then for that one. Ivan, what's your number three? Can I kick off? <laughs> Can I take out Guns Akimbo? <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> I, sure. For some reason, I thought I had like I thought I had ten. I have eleven. Guns Akimbo is knocked out. Fuck that movie. <laughs> <laughs> I don't fuck with that movie. No, just, no, no. Um, wow. But no, seriously, that one is out. My number four. I don't know why I wasn't even counting. Number four, just real quick. Extraction came out this year. Okay. Really fun uh, action movie. I think it was the same like director as John Wick, but it's really oh, cool. well choreographed, really fun, really action-packed. That's kind of all it was. It was very simple. Boom. Next one. Number three, right? You said number three? You're number three. It's Palm Springs. Whoa, okay. Yeah. Michelle, Jeremiah, did you see that? No. Okay. As I know you saw it. I did. Not on your list? Not on my list. Dang. <laughs> I like... I... Okay, can I redo this again? I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Talk, talk about let's talk about palm springs i think it was i was going into it expecting to be like this dumb you know comedy movie and it really wasn't it was a lot like a lot more heartfelt the characters had a really good uh you know energy to get there what is it called the chemistry. chemistry they had really good chemistry super enjoyable funny and i just think it was like a surprise for me like because i thought it was going to be like another rip of like groundhog day and it just wasn't it didn't hit the idea of like living through the same loop kind of thing well, but it actually did. I like when I like when movies take themes that have been done before and they're so cookie cutter and they're easy to just oh, let's just make this movie about time travel or, or about time loops. And then but I like when they tackle themes that we would really go through if we went to it. Like you know what I mean? I was pleasantly surprised by yep. Palm Springs because I hate yeah. Andy Samberg. Uh, I hate him so much, but you kept telling me, and then I had a few other people telling me to watch it. Uh, so thank you. 
but I, I did enjoy it. It's about, you know, them living the same day over and over again. Mm-hmm. They even drop in morality. Like exactly. Yeah. If, right. if people don't remember that this happened, is it mm-hmm. considered bad? And just all these ideas of, of what it means to be a good person or mm-hmm. if, or if really there's, if life is meaningless and we kind of just all go through life doing whatever. Exactly. So it was a lot deeper. And then, yeah, their chemistry was super cute um, mm-hmm. together. And Andy Samberg wasn't how There's I usually see him. Ball. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. out of this world. Goofy, yeah. Whatever. Yeah. I would recommend that too. Palm Springs. What's your number three? Onward. Michelle, have you seen it? Okay. <laughs> we can't hear you. We, we can't hear, hear you, Michelle. Said. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no, Michelle. Can we get the AV guy in here? Can we get... Serena. I don't... Andy Samberg? Can we get Andy Samberg in here? I think she can hear us because she's giggling at the right time. <laughs> yes, there you are. Okay. Did you see Onward? Or is yeah, Onward... My number two. See, this list is coming together. Look at this. Onward. So we'll, <laughs> we'll wait for that one then. My number three is Troop Zero. I'm guessing you guys, y'all don't have this. If I'm gonna guess your list, because Ivan, I know what your number one is. I don't know what Jeremiah and Michelle have, so it's be interesting. But Troop Zero is on is on Amazon. It's Viola Davis, Jim Gaffigan. This better no way. It actually said it released February first, two (laughs) thousand nineteen. Shut your mouth. Wow. And it said it's a 2019 comedy drama. I'm, I didn't mean to cut you off there, but then no. it has another release date. Yeah, January, January 17th. 17th. But the initial release was February 1st, 2019. I'm, I'm keeping it. So, okay. <laughs> Rotten Tomatoes uh, says 2020. So, cool. I'll take Rotten Tomatoes. 2019. Sorry, go ahead. Continue. I'm, Sorry. I'm Viola Davis. can go sit on it. Viola Davis. Nope. Uh, Jim Gaffigan. It's about this Girl Scout troop. Well, it's it's a scout troop because they do have a boy in it. Again, one of my, my favorite, I don't know if it's called a trope, but when a, a group of misfits come together to kind of beat the, the prettier, stronger, more wealthy groups in a thing, like Mighty Ducks is another thing. But Troop Zero, uh, it's... Camp. Fat What? From Disney Channel? Fat Camp? Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah and uh, yeah. Okay. the big green, stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. So it's this ragtag group of, of misfits making a scout troop. And it's they have to get a scout mom. So Viola Davis is the scout mom. It was called the Heavyweights. Sorry, not even Fat Camp. Sorry, keep going. Sorry. Wow. <laughs> and uh, it, it's just super cute. The kids are really cute. The main girl, uh, I think her name is McKenna Grace. She's just super adorable. And it, it was just a heartwarming movie. It, it's leading up to a big talent show and whoever wins the talent show, they get to put something on the, the Voyager one satellite, which is our satellite that we sent into space. And it has a record of music, different countries and languages saying hello, stuff like that in case aliens, when they find it. So the girl is, is pretty nerdy. And so she wants to get on that, that record. a bunch of cute shenanigans with these cute little kids. Um, they have a giant extravagant, talent show performance and i like that they don't win which is cool in a movie when the protect you weren't bitch you weren't gonna see it. Uh, 
and it doesn't ruin the movie. Uh, Did you give a spoiler warning for all your listeners? They're all no. <laughs> oh my god! I sh- I should have spoiler warning. Uh, spoiler everybody. warning. <laughs> okay. After well, we gave like ten of them already. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, Troop Zero on Amazon. Now we're on Michelle's number two. Michelle, your number. Me and Michelle two. has. Well, Michelle's number two is Onward, which was your number three. Yeah, and my. And your number two is her, but she's first. Stop yelling at Michelle. It's, yeah, it switched. <laughs> Let her. Let her go before she just says which Jeremiah another... said it. All right, Onward, Michelle. All right, we can't hear you, and, and go. she's gone. And do it. Do you hear me? Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Did everybody see it? Yeah. Onward, I, yeah. I even hated it. Go ahead. Uh, <laughs> it came out right before the pandemic, so that was nice, you know, before everything shut down. And then so with my uh, family and stuff, and I, I loved, like, the sibling bonding movies and stuff. And then it had, I love the message behind it because I can really relate to it. He'd He's wanting something that he didn't realize he had the whole time. You know, he wanted this person that to help him look look after him and teach him all these things. And even though it wasn't his dad who he wanted him to teach it to him, he still has somebody there to teach it to him. Mm-hmm. And that realization of wanting something that you already have is like it's a beautiful thing to me. Like you don't realize you've had this thing this whole time that you've just been wanting for. I feel like it's also a first movie that I can think of where it's like the cartoon is like brother they love mm-hmm. bad boys for life <laughs> oh, oh I'm sorry. my I'm sorry. god it's in the name brother bear <laughs> <laughs> oh brother where art thou yeah. <gasps> do another one do another step brothers all the time <laughs> well he said uh, he said cartoon so that's what i said ah sorry <laughs> step brothers okay what else did you want to say about onward said it all uh, <laughs> yeah jeremiah sorry yeah 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 it was the first movie that i've seen where it was like that it was done so well in a sense of like they went on this venture and they led back to like home right mm-hmm. it, it was like a journey it was kind of like you, you didn't really have to leave to go anywhere you just need to go on that journey and it, mm-hmm. to me i i took it as like a a metaf- metaphorical journey more so than like a physical because literally the physical was like they still came back home i remember seeing it the first time and i thought it was okay like it didn't do anything for me and then i rewatched it last week i loved it i i must have missed everything from the first time seeing it i thought it was really great i think tom holland plays an awkward teenager in everything he does I accept Devil all the time, I think. I don't know how old he is, but it looked a lot darker. It was dark, but I would still say he's still an awkward teenager. He's still an awkward teenager. Okay. Yeah, uh, just a little bit. Chris Pratt, I think, is so funny. I, I loved Octavia Spencer as the Manticore. Um, <laughs> I thought it was really clever in, in the world was a fantasy, and the thing that set them back was technology. I thought it was a really clever twist on, on things. Since we're spoiling it, Tom, uh, Ian not being able to see his dad and not be able to even get to his dad, even though that was the whole point or the surface level point of the movie broke my heart. Like I was like, Oh, 
we're really not going to let him go see his, his dad, like this whole time, but it, it was more meaningful for him to realize, right. His relationship with his brother as, as Michelle touched on. And it was more, yeah, it was more of an impact for his brother to say goodbye um, because that was his, his, his journey and his, his realization. Ivan, the, you saw it, you didn't care for it. I don't, I'm trying to remember what you said last time. It was, it, it was, <laughs> It was better than, okay, so after like re-gaging my list, it was better than my number 11 now, Guns Akimbo. Um, but yeah, it was very, uh, it, uh, it's, I'll talk about it later because you you told me you had some questions that you were going to ask maybe that I could answer that for. Oh, okay. Maybe, if you do ask it. Okay, yeah. All right. The prepared energy questions. Oh yes. All right. So that was number two onward. Ivan, what was your number two was soul and you all you know? Michelle. I'm just kidding. God. All right, y'all. Talk about talk about soul. Ivan, you had a number Me, two. Yeah, I did. What is Me first? Why? Yeah. Oh, okay. Number two. Soul. I actually just got done watching it, like right before we did this. I was like, I need Me ten too. movies. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Right? That'd be terrible. So I haven't like, you know, like read on everything. I didn't watch it again or anything like that. And it was just my initial first reaction. It is such a, an imaginative movie. Like when we're talking about doing movies that haven't been done before, you know what I mean? Like this is such a good step forward about originality, about how creative it is. It's such a creative movie. Um, I don't know if you saw it. Yeah, I saw it. I think it's just in that sense of pairing that with, again, spoilers, the theme of why we live in a sense and it's a movie part not particularly but for children you know like or aimed at it's it's you know it's a disney plus mm-hmm. movie um it is such a good theme to hit you know i mean it's such a good idea because when it comes to what we like our generation growing up we're having a lot of common uh patterns of why why are we doing what we do you know trying to figure out why we live what our passion is, if it's even worth living to do those. And I know, but like, I think, I don't know, I didn't say anything funny yet. I think uh, Soul tackling that for a movie particularly aimed at children is such another progressive step forward, right? It's, it's, it's uh, addressing that earlier than when we were hitting our late 20s and we still haven't figured out, well, what do I want to do with my life, right? And that it's not always just a certain something that will fulfill that. And I think that being paired with how beautiful it is are, are, is a really good mix together. And again, that is why that's my number two. Cool. Michelle, you had it at four. What did you <laughs> think of the movie? Loved it. And just the message behind it. Just because you're working towards something does not mean you can't live your life on your way to working for it. Like how he looks back and looks like, yeah, I've been working towards this, but it's like, whoa, I haven't done anything else in the meantime. I haven't really lived my life yet, so that's why I need to go back so I can finish living it. Like, we can always work towards something, but in the meantime, too, have fun with your life, still live your life. Jeremiah, you had a number nine. Yeah, um, I, I like that it, it, it focused on the whole, we, are, we typically try to work towards something, but that's not what gives, like, meaning. Towards the end, that's when he realizes that, where it's like, he didn't get the satisfaction that he thought he was going to get when he was playing, um, you know, the piano. And then he realized that 
he lived his life already and he had great moments but what he did is he chose to not see those great moments while you know living his life and it wasn't until the end where he was like someone else didn't even have this opportunity and he, and he was like i've already been there and i am happy and i am satisfied for oh, at what i accomplished it's a good way to look at like how we value ourselves and how we critique ourselves because typically we critique ourselves where it's like oh i'm horrible i didn't do this i didn't do that and we never look at well what have you done you know the simple things instead of just worrying about the big things that we're trying to accomplish i had it like 12 or 13 on my list and i think i need to watch it without my son because he kept asking wait why what is that what, who is that? Why are they doing that? And I had to keep explaining it. So I think if I watch it again, I'll, I'll really appreciate it from the, what I saw. It seemed amazing with the, the topics it was, it was trying to tackle. I thought the embodiment of like a lost soul was so brilliant of just those monster things and just how it engulfs you paired with, you know, when you're in the zone doing something you love, right? Those, they were floating up. But when it becomes an obsession to where it detracts from your life, you become like the lost soul. And um, there were a few parts where I laughed really hard. And so I can't wait to watch it again. So don't get a three-year-old when you're about to watch a movie. Oh but a two-year-old I, I, or a four-year-old? None of he, none I, don't, I don't remember how old he is. But yeah, he. Uh, <clears throat> I thought the movie was great. And Michelle, I was going to ask you, because we were when we worked in the same class, you know, we were talking about how, you know, people of color in animated movies are usually transformed into an animal or some sort of thing. How did you feel with soul? I appreciated how he wasn't blue for too much longer until they put him back in his actual color. Yeah. I'll I'll say that because usually most of like, I was like, well, dang, he was only like, he was only black for like five minutes. It was not, yeah, it was nine <laughs> minutes, I think. I, I looked at my... Towards the middle of the movie, I was like, oh, okay, we're back. We're back. Okay, I can work with this now. And I, I thought it was... Jamie Foxx is the voice, I right? think so the that's... good thing about it, Jamie Foxx and Tina Fey, I, I think it was... Like you said, they didn't tackle those issues of color either. Mm-hmm. It, it was just normal. Because what happened was he went into the caddy. He went into the one. And instead, it was just like, it doesn't matter what body you're in. You're, you know, I'm experiencing life. Did anyone else feel complete dread at how they uh, animated death? Like that big white thing with just black and it's an escalator. I felt total <laughs> and dread. The noise. And that noise that... I was like, I never want to die. I wasn't scared to die, but now I'm scared to die. I don't want to ever. And I, I like the the little, the buildings where they said, uh, all right, you five are going to be aloof. So you go in that building. All right. You three are going to be insecure. Go over there. Yeah. I, I thought it was a really clever movie. And I, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to watching it again. Uh, and also when it comes to like a generation now that where they're so engulfed in their phones and what they see, you know, on social media and what they want to portray on social media. It is really, like, I think another thing that was so pretty, like, such a good step forward in the right direction is taking a step back and living in the moment, right? Mm-hmm. I think that's something that that wasn't really explained or wasn't really portrayed well 
for people that are in the younger generation or even in ours. You know what I mean? It's just, it's always like, we're always on our phones walking to the next, you know, class, walking, going to work, uh, you know, like it's just always focused on the next thing and what you're going to do, like what's going to bring, if you put happiness into the next thing, then you're not truly living with happiness now, right? Like you're like, oh, I need to get that next gig and that's where you're finding your happiness. Then you don't have it now. It's always mm-hmm. going to be that chase. And so I think that was, again, another another good take a step back and really enjoy your moment. Yeah. I'm definitely going to stop texting while driving. Oh my God. Playing Pokemon Go. (laughs) Jeremiah. So your number two, Jeremiah was Bad Boys for Uh, Life, which was Michelle's number three. So tell us, Jeremiah. It was awesome. I mean, it was just a, a movie that um, I grew up with. So like, seeing them come back after you know they done two already and just seeing them come back and this time they're they're older it just put me back in that state state of mind and i i think i really did everybody see it i haven't seen it but i haven't seen it you could you could spoil it no michelle Uh, stop it (laughs) well i i like i guess like towards the end it's like kind of like a passover kind of thing which was nice i'll just say that Oh, cool. Like a passing of the torch. Yeah. Cool. Michelle, what did you think of it? You had at your number three. Yeah, I think it was actually to the first movie I saw this year. I was so excited for when they said it was going to come out. And it was everything I dreamed of and more. <laughs> I think my bad boys have always kind of been kind of uh, a tab. What's the word I'm looking for? I can't think of the word. Not bloody, but kind of like they got a little bit more gruesome than they usually did. I was like, oh, no. And then it was all the twists and turns that she didn't expect that, yeah, it was awesome. Cool. Bad Boys for Life. So then it's my yeah. number two is Ivan's number one, which is Tenet. We came really close, Sans. So that up-downs. is up-downs. Ivan, your number one is? Hebe Halloween. It's Tenet. <laughs> the Golden Girls reboot. <laughs> I'm Peacock. <laughs> All right. Jeremiah, Michelle, have you seen Tenet? No. Jeremiah, you saw Tenet. Yeah, that's my number one. Oh, shit. Okay. Cool. Let's talk about it. Oh, my God. Wait, don't we have to go with Michelle's number one first? Oh, I skipped Michelle. Michelle, I am so sorry. <laughs> and a host? <laughs> that's give, me the, give me the that's host. Right. I'll give you the, give you the host. <laughs> Make me host of the Zoom chat. <laughs> <laughs> no. All right, Michelle. I am so sorry. You're number one. Okay, go ahead. My number one is Hamilton. That would have been great if you said Tenet. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. Only if I saw, you know. <laughs> All right. Hamilton. Cool. Hamilton. I'm obsessed. I'm not going to lie. I, I go to bed to it, wake up to it. I do everything to it now. <laughs> Ivan, have you seen it? You and I are supposed I, to do. I don't remember if that came. The That's movie when it released on Nef- Yeah, on the Disney movie Plus. Way. Yeah, on Disney Plus this year. Okay, yeah. I skimmed it. Yeah. I hate your fucking. I'm just kidding. No, I, I we started watching it, but I didn't finish it. I hate you so much. All right, Michelle, we'll talk about Hamilton and yeah. Jeremiah. Hold on, yeah, Jeremiah, you saw it too, right? Okay. Yeah. All right. What did you like? For one, I did. What'd you think? For one, um, 
it was a story I didn't know about. So to learn about his life and then after watching it too, I went to go learn more about him. That was something really interesting that, that I liked about it. And then it had the music, the dancing, the storyline. Like, it was all amazing. I'm addicted. I'm an addict now. Jeremiah? I mean, it was nice to see, like, the different uh, ethnicities in there. And, like, towards, like, you know, the slavery stuff. But it's just, it's like they're being able to play a character that you would not really be able to play. Mm-hmm. I don't know if Jeremiah's frozen or no, you, I saw him blink. <laughs> I loved it. Michelle, you, Michelle texted me a couple of weeks ago, like this Hamilton count. And yeah, I was like, yeah, if the movie came and then I had it at number three on my list until and I was still going back and forth, whether to include it because I saw it when it came to damage. So emotionally I am attached to it from a couple years ago. Yeah. That's why I was confused with too. Cause I was like, yeah, I was like, wait, did it come out this year? And, and- that's why I didn't put it on my list. Yeah, but it would have cool. been on my list. Then I saw the movie, and I, still I got goosebumps watching it on my couch. The music is great, having the people color, um, the story right that it tells, and the the themes of the play were fantastic. I I think I play a song from it once a day, depending my mood. I think it's so brilliantly done, and I that, I was really happy when they made it available on Disney Plus, and then you could just watch it if you have Disney plus yeah Hamilton is is great Sans, did you really skim it I didn't I watched I started watching it and I finished it why didn't you finish watching <laughs> yeah, it really late it was really late that's a long movie it's a long yeah I hate you so much and it's not it's not as I guess it's not as captivating as I as everyone else <gasps> to me. I'm, I'm putting guns akimbo as your number one no I don't want that I'd rather do Hugh v. Halloween <laughs> <laughs> Hamilton that's a great pick and show now it's Ivan Stern, Tenet, okay. Ariana Grande, the documentary, uh, Blackpink. Um, oh my God! Concert. Yes, I was gonna put that yes. on the list. <laughs> it's on my Which watch. One, the Blackpink one or the Ariana Grande one? The Ariana Grande. Yeah. All right. So, so the reason why I like that documentary is because no. <laughs> <laughs> he's really pretty. <laughs> God. Okay, so talk about Tenet. Okay. Yeah, both. Well, the three of us. Explain it how we did last time. I hate yeah, your snot. I, I hate your snot. I thought so- I, I, I've been muting myself this whole time every time I did it. Sorry. But then you had me talking and I was like, I wasn't ready. Wow. <laughs> Go ahead, Ivan. So it starts off with her first concert. No. That- <laughs> <laughs> Jeremiah, talk about Tenet. God. No, okay, so Tenet. With Christopher Nolan films, not to, I'm I'm not even pretend to sound pretentious and like understand everything about it or whatever, but it mm-hmm. they're almost like an orchestra, right? It's so particular and meticulous in the way it's put together. Matilda. You said it's Matilda. Matilda. He did not do Matilda. You said his first feature film was Matilda. Okay. Um. <laughs> oh my god. And the hate- score, the score you. with. Uh, <laughs> Not only just the storytelling, but the way he intertwines the theme with his movie, right? He doesn't, it doesn't have the characters develop a theme like subconsciously or anything. He just almost like weaves it together to where what they're doing and kind of like the ideals and the concept of the whole movie in general and every scene and, and the lines and then the, you know, like, or I mean, the dialogue and the action and the way it's just the way it's put together follows that theme 
most of the time. And so I think it's it's just how specific that movie is is why I love it so much. And it's just so well done because it follows a certain kind of thematic approach, right? Mm-hmm. It had me on the edge of seat. Uh, you know, it was, it was one of those edge sitters. Uh, <laughs> the acting was great. And and the world building was was really easy to not follow, easy to... I was about to say, isn't Yeah, it? <laughs> it was not easy to follow. Easy to uh, just kind of be engulfed in, right? You know, like, oh, like, this is all like kind of like amazing, like the buildup and the, the script, like, you know, the way they're not just describing everything, but they're actually just showing you. And it's just like, they're just easy to be like, oh my, like amazed. You know what I mean? The only, I, I would only say the only negative thing about that movie is just the, the sound mixing in the opening scene. And that that's about it. You know what I mean? I have, anything, I have no qualms with anything else about the movie. Great movie. Awesome. Best movie. Michelle, are you cool if we spoil it or do you want us yeah, to not? Ahead, all right. They all Can you here. even spoil it? Or I don't even know if you could spoil it. Like, it. I'll be lost. I know. You can't. Jeremiah, it's so good yeah. that I have to see it again. I mean, just... <sighs> get you lost and still keep your interest. That's what I feel like it's a movie. You're, you're breaking up, Jeremiah. He's, getting, he's then, being inverted. He's being inverted. Wait a minute. <laughs> just keep going. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> that was my impression why of being sitting there doing this. <laughs> Do you see what he was doing when I was talking about over the moon? That makes a lot of sense that he would be dancing in his seat. People listening to this are like, "What the? F- what are they talking about?" They're just laughing. All right, Jeremiah, you you broke up. You said something like a movie that could make you feel lost, but you you're still in it or something. Yeah, and your attention. Really good movie. Twilight. Uh, Robert Pattinson. Jeremiah. <laughs> no, we cannot hear you. It's going to take me hours yeah. to edit. Hello? There we go. Oh, uh, no. Are you saying okay. Yes. Yeah, so like the movie is because- <laughs> this is the first time me seeing him in a movie besides like Twilight. And I was just like, he's really good. I enjoyed seeing him. And I was like, I kind of want to see other movies with him in it yeah a lot of other movies without twilight but okay he's in the he, devil all the time he looked nuts in the devil all the time he was in remember me wait remember. yeah he was remember me that was my first one uh i agree he was he was great in tenet i loved john david washington that was one of the few movies i was able to see in theaters during this year and i just remember giggling in the movie theater because i was like what the fuck is happening in this movie and then five minutes later, something else happens. And I go, sure, let's just let's just do that too. It, it would be really hard to spoil it. So I don't even know. It's <laughs> your mind is just blown through it, throughout, through in, upside down, and it's so much fun. Inversed, inversed, reversed, reverb, um, converse. Converse. Um, do you say verse? Jeremiah for the LGBTQ community verse. Um, oh my god! I loved it, and the the end scene is just, hey, who knows what's happening? I've seen it twice. I bought it. Serena bought it for me. I love I love you, Serena. It came out a couple weeks ago on on Blu-ray, 
I said, please, can we please go get this? Please, please, God, please. And she was cool. She bought it. It was just one of those movies that I had to, I had to have, I had, I have to watch it over and over again. I have to figure it out. And it, it was so fantastic. And I'm just, I was blown away the second time I saw it. I'll probably be, it'll probably keep happening. Cause I mean, the movie is just nuts. Yeah. Tenet. And then, so that was Jeremiah's number one. So that was my number two. So my number one is I'm thinking of ending things. Like that's the name of the movie. I'm not like confessing to you all. Wait, Michelle's number one was Hamilton. Yes. Yeah. Michelle Ham- Hamilton, Ivan Tennant, Jeremiah Tennant. I'm thinking of ending things. It's on Netflix. See, this is hard to spoil too. I'm trying to spoil these movies. I'm trying. <laughs> like, uh, this is hard because I, I wanted us to spoil these movies, but Ugh. y'all were vague, so we'll re-record this. the The acting is brilliant. So I struggled which one between Tenet and this one, and as an actor and as someone who like I just love it. I'm thinking of ending things was just stronger in that sense, in my opinion. Um, whereas Tenant, I feel like the movie was more on the concept of the world of Tenant. But I'm thinking of anything is just it's this long ass movie. So if you're gonna ever watch it, it's two hours and something. It's very trippy, so it's very confusing. It has Jesse either Clemens or Clemens in as the main guy, and then uh, Clementine, Tony Collette. As his mom, who's just gosh, Tony Collette. I know she's so good. But basically, what the movie is is it's just kind of like how we take, we see reviews or we see music videos, we see whatever the media is that that we're into, whether it's books or TV shows, and it becomes a part of us. So then it's it's sort of this question of where do we really begin, and when are we, when are we trying to emulate something else we saw, or even is is that bad if we let things influence us? I hear this a lot with like musicians, like when Bruno Mars's last album, there was a lot of people saying he's appropriating black culture and just where's the line of being influenced by something and truly loving it. I mean, that's a part of the movie and it's, it's a very dark twisted movie. And the acting is just, I was just blown away. I was just, do I know how to explain what it's about? Really? Mm, Not really more than what I just said, but, uh, yeah, I'm thinking of ending things. That's my number one. Then I had other questions. If y'all are cool for like 10 more minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Who was your favorite? Good luck. Did you say good luck? <laughs> yes, because of my service. Oh, because you're damn. All right, Jeremiah, you go first on all these. Uh, your favorite male and female actors from any movie. It doesn't have to be from your, your top 10. Who had a performance that blew you away? Oh, God. All right. You know how they have to think about these questions. All right. I had texted it to you guys. <laughs> yeah, I thought Mom about it. Michelle, you got your answer? I got my answer. Mine's uh, Will Smith. Will Smith. Cool. He was in Spies in Disguise and Bad and Boys for was, Life. Uh, yeah, Bad Boys for Life. Do you have a female? Although I didn't like watch her movie yet of the movie, but my favorite this year still is Viola Davis because of uh, what I've seen her in and like um, How to Get Away with Murder. She was a genius in that. Yeah. A final season. A final a season. Ivan, Jeremiah. My female would be um Issa Rae. <laughs> she was amazing. She was also in Photograph, which was in my top I, other movies. Yeah, the Photograph and Lovebirds. Ivan? 
I, for the female, it would have to be Anya Taylor Joy. I know she's not like she's not in any of my movies. <laughs> what? Like you said. What is she in? Oh yeah, uh, I did say yeah. It doesn't have to be. Yeah, um, she's in Queen's Gambit. Oh, tight. Not Gambit from X Men. Oh Gambit. no, never mind. She was in yeah. Mu- New Mutants. She was in New Mutants. Mm-hmm. So that counts as a person. Have you seen Queen's Gambit? No, it's on my watch oh. list. Okay, well I like her. She, I think she's really breaking through mm-hmm. ever since Split. I think she's been like getting beat. Like uh, I agree. Yeah, getting more range in her in her acting. Yeah, she was in Morgan. I missed that one too. She's in PE Blinders. Ah, oh, she is. Yeah. What movie was disappointing? Ooh. <laughs> Let me know when it's my turn. <laughs> Go first. Anybody, go ahead. Go ahead, Michelle. (laughs) Actually, I don't know. I forget. This is a Netflix movie or Hulu movie, but it's uh, it was called Always and Forever. Now it had the potential of being really great because of the storyline, and then the acting just ruined it. And so did the rest of the uh, the rest of the writing ruined it too. It was it was it was ridiculous. Like the storyline itself was awesome. And then you get to the end, it's like, what the hell did you just do with this movie? That was so great. <laughs> that sucks. Ivan? Underwater. Underwater with Kristen, Kristen Stewart? Yes. Oh, oh, yeah. Why was that disappointing? Oh, my God. Kristen Stewart. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, yeah. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> Stupid. She was part of the reason. It was because, like, the, the last thing I saw her in, I was like, okay. You're acting compared to everything else you've been doing. This was pretty good in um, Charlie's Angels. I was like, you're mm. different. It was something different. And I was like, all right. And then I saw Underwater and I was just like, what, what in the world is coming up? <laughs> Thank you for Let me tell you, most disappointing movie ever. If you say Onward. Not even uh, not even in 2020, just ever. No, not ever, fool. Is Mulan. <laughs> Oh, <gasps> to me, that movie sucks. <laughs> to me personally, was that was just a horrible, flat, one-dimensional movie that had no substance. If it didn't have the name Mulan on it, no one would watch it, and they would think completely different. But only because it's something they're familiar with that that they cash cowed this Mulan, you know, from the old one. It was just not a good movie. <laughs> the only redeeming quality of that movie is that I can turn off my computer. <laughs> 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 no. <laughs> Eventually, the local aesthetic kicks in, the anesthetic, and you stop feeling pain. My God. I can just name off everything bad with that, but it, you can do like a whole other episode. <laughs> That's I. I don't want to get it. It's it's. Horrible. I don't want to get into it, but <laughs> very flat, no substance. Took away Thank the you. complete message of Mulan in the beginning, like of the whole re- reason why girls can do whatever boys can do. She has to have superpowers to do it. I don't know. It was just right <sighs> to not repeat that because that was also mine, but. This is really fresh. Wonder Woman, 1984. Oh. Uh, I was not okay with that. Um, did you like the first one? I did oh, like the first one. I love the first one. 
What happened, Jeremiah? Yeah, what'd you say, prophetic? You talking shit? So was it that bad? I, yeah. <laughs> Am I happy that it exists? Yeah, I'm happy it exists. Do, n- yeah. Wonder Woman or Mulan, yes. is, which is worse? Which one's worse? Mulan. Yeah. All right. Oh, yeah, Mulan. okay. Mulan. By Would you South- recommend even seeing Wonder Woman then? Just like a one-time thing. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, it was just a, it was just a disappointment. <laughs> it was just disappointment. Yeah, I think, I think it's slightly fun. I wouldn't even say it's fully fun. I, I feel like they, they didn't give her anything writing-wise for me to care about her. Mm-hmm. I don't know if y'all want me to spoil this or if you've seen it or what, but um, I'll spoil it. Yeah. So I, I think other characters in the movie were better written, which is strange uh... when Wonder Woman should be. You're probably your best written or somewhat, but she was not. Yeah, I just, I was excited to see it Christmas Day. I'm glad we watched. No, we actually saw Soul first and then we watched Wonder Woman. So I ended on a low Christmas Day. I'd still say watch it. Oh, there goes Jeremiah. He's going to go see it. He took my. <laughs> I have to go now. He's going now. <laughs> I sold him on it. What was the movie that. You were surprised you liked. I was surprised I liked Jingle Jangle. I wasn't sure about it at first, but it was it was great. Wait, God. surprised that I liked or surprised? Why else? Just in would general, you be surprised because it's not as good as I. It's not like oh. disappointment, but I'm surprised it took a different direction. Surprised? Sure, do all of right. those real quick. I'm just gonna blast them out right now. Shoot them! Bang! 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 Guns Onward! Akimbo. Onward! Onward! Surprised it was so forgettable. Vivarium. <laughs> surprised. <laughs> Oh my gosh. No, I am All surprised right. that Onward, it did not have like, to me personally, the Pixar magic kind of thing, you know, like that Disney touch that I feel. It was great world building, but it was just, I'm like, eh, mm-hmm. nothing really groundbreaking. Vivarium, I was surprised that that was not good. Or as What's good as I thought it'd be. Vivarium? Vivarium? <laughs> it has a, who's the guy from Social Network and Batman v Superman? Uh, the skinny dude. Yeah, John Claude Van Damme is that his name? John uh, Sylvester Stallone. Sylvester Stallone. So I'm surprised Sylvester Stallone was. What's his name? I I'm looking it up. Hold on. Okay. Imogen Poots. Jesse Eisenberg. Rogan's, Jesse Eisenberg. What does Joe Rogan say? Uh, Johnny, can you pull that up? I don't know what he says. Um, yeah. Jesse Eisenberg. He, I think he. I, I don't know. I think after the Social Network, I haven't seen him in a good movie yet. <laughs> well, yeah. I, I haven't seen him play a good role in a good movie. Or in mm-hmm. any movie. Another surprise that on how I did like it was The Wretched. That was surprisingly better than I thought it was going to be. That is a horror movie. And I thought it was going to be kind of like another copy and paste. But uh-huh. I think it was actually pretty, uh, like it held its own. Like, like like the word you used earlier. It just wasn't, it wasn't just following all these tropes of, of horror movies and, and uh, shape-shifting. Yeah. So Ooh. it was pretty cool. Wretched. Yeah. I'm going to add that to my watch list. Jeremiah, we were talking about movies that surprised us. I would probably say uh, Ava. Surprised in a good way or a bad way? Uh, Surprised in a good way. So when I saw it, because like I thought it was just going to be... Have you guys seen it? Mm-mm. Okay, so it's it's about this girl who becomes like this assassin, but like she starts off... Like she has a backstory that I think that's what I really liked about it. Cause typically when they do that, they don't really talk much into backstory. So this girl has like a backstory and then she grows up with this one, you know, person that's supposed to be like 
family, but then also helps her. And it's in the life of crime, basically. Mm-hmm. And then she finds her way in this triangle. It's weird. It's like a love, but not a love triangle. And then she has to. It's like how I married, but not married. Yeah. Kill both of them. But yeah, so it was surprisingly. She's going to come in here right now. Cool. I was surprised. I think Palm Springs would be my. I hate that guy. I hate Andy Samberg so much. Gosh. I hate him. All right. Why? Oh, why? (laughs) Oh, oh, my. I I, I mean, out of. I'm looking at the movies. The movies at the bottom, I wasn't expecting much, but Palm Springs is. I was surprised. It was cool. Oh, surprise, disappointed. And I think this is just because I'm Asian, but Tiger Tail on Netflix. It's about, I hope it's Chinese. Yeah, a Chinese, another immigration Chinese story. It was really well done, well acted, well everything. I just, I think it's a beautiful movie, but I, I just felt kind of, huh, okay, so that happened. But I thought I would love it. I thought I'd be like, yes, Asians, let's do it. But Mulan happened and... Stop talking about oh, it. Man. <laughs> Funniest scene in a movie. The hardest you laughed in a movie this year. Oh. <laughs> Jeremiah had to go find it. <laughs> right. Mine would be the 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 lovebirds again when they're interrogating the the frat kid. Would be the funniest one. Now that I'm thinking about spies in disguise, when he's yeah. running up when he's running up as a pigeon up the windshield. And then slips back down. And then he runs again, oh. and he just keeps slipping. I laugh so hard at that. Or when he first flies and hits the door super hard. Uh, Mine is when, and that it's so near that scene. It's when he gets in the car and he's like, "Okay, I'm ready to go." <laughs> he's like, "He's like, fine. I'll just I'll sit out here." I <laughs> laughed so hard. Spies in disguise came out last year. <laughs> Did it really? I fucking yeah. told you. It said it came out December 4th, 2019. Michelle. Uh, Michelle, come on. We have to redo this whole... the 2021. I Googled it. I don't see 2021. Oh. <laughs> it comes out in the future. Yeah, it came out under the 2020 list. I Googled it. It was under there. I don't see... Oh, Michelle, this is 2019. Google lied to me. Google I... lied to me. Just quick, pick another movie. <laughs> We, we do that so, Every, so my 10th my 10th movie is Guns of Kimbo oh, didn't Mike, uh, Michael have one too that was in like December 2019 anyway he sure did no wrong. I didn't <laughs> it was yeah, two in 2019 it, those were Sundance movies and that's why it was 2019 but it wasn't released to the public until 2020 I think my favorite like I don't think I've seen a scene where I like laughed like slapstick you know or slap knee kind of uh-huh. ha 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 but I think one of the funniest scenes, literally just because it's fresh in my mind, is in Seoul when uh, he says, oh, I've been messing with this team for years. And wait, who's seen it? Everyone's seen it. Everyone's seen it, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. The is a spoiler, I guess. But <laughs> he's like, oh, I've been messing with this team for years. And then, oh, it's and the then Knicks. 20, and, then, and the Knicks lose again. I was like, oh, my God. That was, so, that was like not even oh, subtle. God. Just so great. <laughs> <laughs> straight up attack them if we're gonna stay on soul when he's a cat for the first time and yeah. he's on the hospital bed and he goes yeah. all right i'm a cat i can do this <laughs> yeah. he does that like fat jump <laughs> he hits the floor all too familiar with that 
Michelle, did you have a, did you say a funny scene? No, no, I didn't. Oh, there were so many. My, all my favorite ones were in Bad Boys. You can tell us. It's going to be no, okay. I'm trying to think of it. Oh. There's so many. Well, the one for, the one uh, when they go to the, what's his name? The tax, the tax man's house is all drugged out. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> He's, this man is completely drugged out. They bust in his door. And <laughs> how, uh, it was just funny how, um, uh, Wilson put like, look, he's like, look, okay, uh, Mark, uh, Mark, uh, ML King left the billion. Now you're dealing with Malcolm X. <laughs> so oh, he, he's right. Tight. And where they're on the plane, and, <laughs> and Marcus <laughs> just won't let go about how, uh, how Mike they basically dated a, a, a witch, and I had a baby with her too. <laughs> oh. <laughs> what they call it? What a brula? And he's like, and yeah. he asked, and he asked the guy next to him on the plane, "Mind you, this plane was packed. Like, would you marry? Would you have sex with with a witch? Would you? No, he said, would you fuck a witch without a condom?" <laughs> well, I think that's a great place to cut it. <laughs> would you fuck a witch without a condom? Cool. Thank you all for for doing this, and for I know it's late now, but thank you. I really appreciate it. Thanks for having us on. I'm gonna think about watching the movies you suggested yeah i'll probably watch come on sans come on over the moon and hell yeah i'm not i'm thinking about ending things okay that's fine i'll watch guns akimbo nah that's not one of (laughs) i'll do i would say i'd recommend his house over that one out of all your movies okay have a good night y'all bye michelle say bye Oh, damn, bye. Oh, oh, damn, bye. (laughs) Skimmed it. You skimmed it? (laughs) What are you talking about? Remember I skim movies sometimes?